Sports Orbit. We make the world go round. Hello and welcome to Sports Orbit. My name is Afa Cho. Salif Usman is also here with me. Thank you for joining us. All right, we have a couple of stories for you this evening. Um, of course, Emero is in the news. Everyone is in the news. As we all know, we are in the season of Afcon. So, of course, plenty of Afcon stories. And along the show, we'll also be having a guest, a former, a former assistant coach of. Uh, the Super Falcons, former actually, and also the former chief coach of Warrior Wolves in the person of coach Abdullahi Mansu, will be joining us in the course of this program to discuss Afcon and matters arising as the competition unfolds. So our first story for today is about uh, Super Eagles defender Kenneth Pomero. We all recall that in the match against Egypt, he sustained an injury, but he has come out to say that Nigerians have nothing to fear, that it was simply a minor injury, but he hopes to get back to training with his colleagues today. He actually trained alone yesterday, but reports which not said that he eventually joined up with his colleagues towards the end part of the training session yesterday. But he's expected to be in full training with his colleagues as they file out today to train in preparation for their next game against Sudan on Saturday. So Salifu, Omero has come out to say, Nigerians, calm down. I'm fine. I'll be in top shape. For the game against Sudan. Yeah, that is a positive, positive point and a moral boosting. <clears throat> uh, just like we said yesterday, I, I was happy that I saw him even able to get off during the loan. And he has come out with a reaction and that there's no need to there's no need to fear about the, the state of fitness that he's ready for the match. Yes, that is a, a good one and we hope that yes he will be able to join the team training and uh, just the first match uh, and we still need at the back of the defense line because his his contribution, his performance against Egypt was and we have what to do at this early stage of the competition. Because uh, when that injury, he sustained that injury in the course of that game, a lot of Nigerians, you know, were scared, had these fears that can Samuel Ajay, who eventually replaced him, actually do the job he has done, whether we like it or not. Omero is a veteran in the Super Eagles team. Remember that, I mean, he's a person who actually retired uh, now assistant coach Joseph Yobo. Even though Joseph Yobo was already at his prime, but he finally hasted the retirement process. And of course, a lot of Nigerians were scared, but good enough, he has come out to say that he's fine. So uh, we hope to see him in action against Sudan on Saturday. Yes, I thought we were not trying to dampen that. Jimmy is a backup, it's only a possibility, but we need all our players 
everybody fit it. Yeah. I still on to Afcon where Coach has come out to say that he's being appointed interim coach, nothing to be chasing personal glory. Recall that with Nigerians' awesome performance in the first match against Egypt, a lot of Nigerians are now saying if we eventually go on to win this competition, uh, will be the only living person to have won the competition as a player, as a coach. Recall that former coach uh, uh, Stevie Keshi also won it as a player and a coach, but uh, sadly he passed on some, some years ago. But Ekwavon said, I mean, equaling or passing, breaking that record is not what he's after. What he's after is for the team to do well in Cameroon. Yeah, <clears throat> I quite agree with him, and it's, it's, it's a good one that he's trying to downplay yeah. every every hype that is being thrown at him. But I want to I want to also caution us and all Nigerian journalists that we should be careful the way we are trying to profile the football so far. It's just one match. One match. Yeah, yeah, we know the victory against him was so fantastic, and so there's everybody everybody is happy that he won that match against him. But we should not because of that. The push more is because it's like me. We are trying to find most prejudice on the football. Because the way you are saying that okay, Baba has come to see us, we come to describe we call him also not leave. To me, it's unwarranted at this time. We should allow him to go down, concentrate on the job, and do the and do the job. Yes, it's a teamwork. Just like you are doing, it's not only Stephen Kish Stephen Kish that won. Afghan as a player as a coach. Just two of them actually. There are just two. But two of them are not alike. What you are saying is, if he does, one of Egypt won it. More the cops, because they have to take time. Yeah. So, but and Egbabo so far, if you look at the statistics, the come out. Yes, Egbabo. Many people see him as not a, as not more fantastic. But if you look at if you look at his record as a super ego, as a professional team coach, it's like a coach who has element of luck. For me, that is only one coach who have won more match than any other any additional coach or a foreign coach have won super ego job. In, during during his stay between the total 2005 2007, they were played only 12 matches, and out of these 12 matches, they were one all one nine matches out of 12 matches. That for me, that is almost 80 percent or 70 percent was fantastic record. And as I said, it's also one only one of the Nigerian coaches who also win who in, in the 2016 2006 Africa Cup of Nations won all the group matches in the 2016 2006 Africa Cup of Nations. Where he, 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 he went as a head coach of the Super Bowl, remember they finished as a, as a, a runner up in that competition. But in the, in the group state, my Super Bowl were pairing against the West African rivals, Senegal, uh, Ghana, and uh, Zimbabwe. But a bunch of group, people were even tied that group as a group of them, a group that is housing Ghana, Senegal, you can say that any other is a group of them. And at another time, Senegal was almost at, at the height of their peak. I mean, yes. the same thing goes with Ghana, where they, that's when Ghana still have the like of Michael Essen, as the Appian, and the Solon, and a whole lot of yes. But, could say, Super Ego won one against the Senegal, one against the Bagu, and one against Ghana, and other countries in the For the record, and from being at, out of the 15 other major coaches who have played in the Africa, 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 so everybody I'm looking at it, he may also repeating that record at this particular match. But Peter Nizim, he has a very bright shine that he may likely also won against Sudan and also won against uh, won, won against uh, against a Guinea Bissau. But he's coming out to see that coach. He's not interested in any personal record. All he's after, yes, the Egyptian match, 
time, all these are we just win the next match against Tottenham. It's good at that. Then all everything that they get to buy out, you should not look at them first match because all this will be just just from the team. Of course, still on AFCON news, and we head straight to the camp of Nigeria's next opponent, of course, the Sudanese national team, where the head coach, Bohanel Din Tia, has admitted that facing the Spy Eagles of Nigeria will be a huge, huge task for his side. Um, we all know that going into this competition, not too much was expected from the Eagles, but that victory against Egypt has seemed to have raise so many expectations he has kind of put fear into different teams in the competition that look i mean just in one after playing one match the eagles have become from title pretenders to title favorites just by the strength of one match alone and the sudanese coach who remember before this <laughs> the company was, was talking tough we are not scared of the eagles and all of that now he has come out to say i mean he's having the reality check now he has come out to say that the game against Eagles will not be an easy one. He, and he's telling the truth. Of course. Whichever way you look at it. Of course, of course. Mm. He has come out to find out that yeah. the Eagles you know mm. probably break going to the competition mm -hmm. is different ego that he now saw mm. at the Afcon. And like that is fine really. Going to the African Cup of Nations, even in, so a lot of Nigerians don't even believe yeah. in their team. Exactly. What the result of another another national now? No, in those of Nigerians don't even believe in their team. Because, Simply because of the way Amana Supai will play the Bolivar World Cup. And the, the crisis of well, the sacking of Raw, the, you know, the preparation time. The preparation was so fantastic. So the the, the, the team of the Sudan was so happy that the Eagles we can get on you. But now, I, you haven't watched the match against the United States. Well, those guys are not are not just who I thought they are. And he has come to that the match will be done. Definitely, the match will be discussed. There's no need to hide our team. He has come to say something that the match will be done. All right, still on to Afcon news. Uh, so far, uh, pundits have been saying that this looks like one of the lowest scoring Afcon after first round of games. Because ex uh, in the first round of game, after 12 matches, only 12 goals have been scored, 12 have been considered, and 11 players have been on the score sheet so far. Tell me, do you think the situation is going to change? When the second round uh, matches come up, beginning from today. From today, when Cameroon is not going to Ethiopia. What is, to me, what is happening at Africa Cup of Nations in Cameroon, the way I look at it is a positive development. People may have said that, okay, we say, uh, don't hold up on good job, goods are not coming, and this and that. But to me, I see it from a different perspective. It shows that the African defenders are more growing. I'm not saying that the, 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 super, the African strikers are not too good to score, score any goal, but it shows that the team, the, the defenders are also built up. So, in as well as the, you may see as a disadvantage, the, 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 defense, the strikers are not doing their job. I also commended the defenders for all the holding to ensure that not particularly go. Anyway, today, um, Cameroon will be up against Ethiopia. Um, that game will come up by 5 p.m. I'll be keeping an eye on that one. If my producer has results of yesterday's matches, of course, some matches went down yesterday and uh, look at that one. Yeah. So the result of the match yesterday, you know, uh, Cote d'Ivoire and uh, Guinea-Bissau uh, Guinea already 
short break like i told you earlier at the beginning of the show we're expecting a guest in the house and it's finally here we have coach abdullahi mansour who is who has joined us now his former assistant coach super falcons and former coach of warriors coach thank you for joining us it's my pleasure thank you welcome so like we've been discussing before you came when the season of afcon and we also uh, the game against egypt uh, against nigeria against egypt and it sort of raised so many expectations from the spy goals recall that going into this competition a lot of nigerians were not too confident about the eagles but that game seemed to have raised the hopes of so many nigerians we just imagine people are now talking about nigerians coming home with the afghan trophy in a coach of uh, high standing can you give us your assessment of that game and general assessment of the Eagles? Well, uh, first and foremost, I think the Super Eagles have done wonderfully well because the overcame teams have never seen this kind of performance with the Super Eagles. But it's not yet over. It is over. Uh, we don't need uh, uh, to look at it and we're going to win the trophy. We wait. Uh, anybody who watched the other group match had that very day where by Sudan and Kennedy Bissau, they have to play 0 0. Uh, I, uh, I blame the player of uh, Pele of uh, who, who kicked the penalty. That's not any distance. Uh, generally, we look at the team. The team has a shape now. Yeah. It's just remain focused and keep the winning behind them and have a very different approach in the next game on Saturday. I think with that, that can make us uh, because we win as we go. For now, as an expert, I don't, I cannot say we're going to win the trophy yeah. or we're not going to win the trophy because tomorrow somebody say he has said we're going to win the trophy. But as we are progressing in the game, then a lot of things we cannot see the prosper. But I have source people that will get to this team. Definitely, this team will go above quarter final. Yeah. Uh, uh, coach, just like my colleague asked, <coughs> the, the match against Egypt, even again, a lot of people are going to be able to survive this game. Because of the, the case, like because Egypt is the opposite half a very tough player, and because of the way they were able to play, in you as an expert and as who understand the native dignity of all football and how to play football, 
if Nigerians are not raising the high hope expectations, are they wrong in their right? No, they are not wrong. They are not wrong. Uh, <laughs> the fact remains that uh, I will give an instant, uh, just like our own team. Uh, you know, after I work with the Super Falcons, I dropped. I work with the Falcon. We went to the last World Cup in France in 2018. Uh, South Africa have never beat Nigeria. Nigeria have never beat South Africa in South Africa at that very level. They were able to beat South Africa in South Africa by two girls to nothing. Why? Because we were able to get a video clip of South Africa. They come down to Ghana and play friendly with Ghana. So by match reading and studying what is in text in that very team. And every player should be able to watch the games because those are the days today you say, okay, let the coaches just go and work. No, but the coach, both the coaches and the players need to read the game. If you, I think we remember trainer and trainer go, uh, France beat us in the in the open ceremony at the group stage. They will read the final, we beat them because we're able to, I mean, I mean, we beat them, they were able to beat us because they were able to watch our clips over and over. So uh, in, in a nutshell, uh, Salifu, it's not bad for Nigeria to uh, their hope to rise that, yeah. yes, the team can go uh, to the final. Yeah. If you're looking at the, the squad, the players and the, the formations adopted by the Wabo, how do you assess the survival for the team led by Wabo and, and the previous survival team other than the home? Well, as a Nigerian coach and as an assistant secretary of coaches in Nigeria, first vice chairman in FCT, I think indigenous coaches can do better than this white people, as a matter of fact, if given a good atmosphere environment. It's all about man management. How is your relationship? We had a lot of story what happened in the Super Cup. Discipline-wise, management, this white man cannot manage. And now you see we have some matured men in the team. Looking at uh, bringing in the Salish bringing in Dr. Terry Aguadja who have been all almost for two decades in America. So you see, it's very good. And the formation, when you look at the formation, when I go back to our old formation that we are used to, and these boys are ready to play, to give their best because you know, they need Nigeria more than any other, than, than we even the Nigerians who are inside. Because the more you play the game for your country, the more you get better opportunity and your market sell. So it's a, it's a teamwork. And uh, with what you said, Salifo, I think um, I, it's not about selfishness, but I think also Cerezo, Austin Gabo, has what it takes and his technical crew to be able to reach a certain level, even to play in the final or the trophy. Well, before my colleague asked the other questions, and uh, as a coach, coach always tells us that every game comes with a different approach. When I guess, Sudan, are you, so, yeah, are you of the opinion that the Bobos will adopt a different approach against Sudan or the same approach that work against the Sudan to be sustained? Just like what I said to answer your question, what I've said before, uh, they have watched the clips of the opponent. They know what they are going to adopt, and if, and Nigeria should not be surprised to see either one or two changes in the starting team list. It's one of those things because different game, different approach, and different uh, philosophy approaching for the game. I cannot ascertain to tell you this is what I should use because I am not the coach directly involved with the team. They train with the team after our first match. They train yesterday, they train today, they will, train to, they will have a light uh, uh, training tomorrow. So to that uh, your question, they know better who they can expect. I know definitely there may be one or two changes in that approach. All right, generally looking at the AFCON, before we came, we're talking about the fact that, especially in the first round of matches, the score lines have been very, very low. Uh, the first round of matches is on record that it is one of the lowest scoring after, after the first round of matches. Just 12 goals being scored, apart from the game Cameroon against Burkina Faso, which was 2 1. Yeah. Most of the games have been 1 0, 1 1, 0 0. 
Yeah, the fact remains that the finishing on goals they try class these days, they are not clinicals, and some of them are too selfish. They are in a better position. You get somebody who is in better position to score the goal. So um I know quite sure the number of goals is very low, but I as an expert I look at it, there is a kind of selfish interest from some of these players. You are not the best. Let's look at the Nigerian team. We do respect. Um, there's a, a several opportunity. Uh, that is why people they say children are educated, play challenges. Yeah. So, so, so you see, now you agree with what I said. So, as and I know, as they are playing, they are developing. Let's not take it away. You know, these guys have not been together in the camp. You can imagine a, a day or two days to the to depart the contracts when some of them come, but as they are playing, I know verily. Uh, the coaches have been working on finishing on goals of all the teams because the goals are very low and what determines this very game is goals. At the end of the day, I won't be surprised, I won't be surprised to see some teams that were aged because of number of goals. Okay, coach, uh, sorry. In, the, in one sense, the goals are very low. Don't think more of those things are more of the opinion that I'm not the, the defenders are doing very well. Well, you can, uh, yeah, it's another angle, but uh, I don't, I don't want to agree with you 100% because we just discussed uh, now, I just said with your colleague that uh, let's look at children educate for Coxie. He's in the, he's not in a better position. Yeah. Somebody is in a better position, give him the goal, oh, he's yeah. got, and you, and you celebrate. Football is not drag, football is not snooker, it's all about teamwork. In another angle, I can say, well, maybe uh, the defenders have done very well, but to me, if you look at, I can't recall one of the game, the goalkeeper have done extra. Very well. Ah, the guinea be so much. Yes, yes, yes. He's the man of the match. Yes. So, so yeah, we, even, even, even yesterday, the, the Mali versus Tunisia, the Mali, the Mali keeper was fantastic. So, yeah, uh, in that angle, I can say yes. In some certain percentages, there the defenders, which the goalkeeper fall into that very category, they are doing very well. But to me, in sixty percent assessment, the strikers are not doing the need for wrong techniques applied. Okay, generally looking at the condition of this platform, what is your general assessment and your view? Ah well, uh, generally, um, this is the first time we have one of the controversial. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not surprised who says it. He has been doing it. Uh, don't forget, that was the time the calf even suspended. But FIFA said no, it has to be in Russia. <laughs> so because FIFA believed in what is in, and just this afternoon, I think FIFA this morning, FIFA have uh, a calf have set up a committee to go to look in, deep into that very yeah. match of yesterday. <laughs> so a lot of the officiating is not all that bad. There's fairness in officiating apart from what we have seen yesterday. And generally, I think uh, the Nigerian guys uh, over there, they are complaining when it comes to uh, the distance, you know. The distance, you know, is stressful. You have to travel about 23 hours before you go to Dubai if you go to the, uh, the capital city. So uh, to that, to me, that is not uh, also good. Uh, ordinary, we, would have, we have, they could have uh, uh, get some some flying boats because we saw the casino state FHR go by ordinary canoe uh, I mean uh, local boats from Yola to that side that could have been more shorter just that way when the super is going to be in the republic I think they go by water they go by yeah. by boat so it's more cheaper and it's even more uh safe if you have the 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 personal security on this thing so generally I can give a uh, 60% 55 to 60 percent in terms of organization of the
if I'm hundred percent. I'm hundred. If I said above hundred percent, I'm hundred percent. If I should continue even at the World Cup level. Look, I said it earlier. Just give us, we Nigerians, give us an, a good level playing ground. I am not saying that some of us are not at fault. Definitely, you can't get hundred percent. But believe me, honestly, if I'm an NFL, I could have not announced this coach. I could have wait and keep it secret to myself until after the outcome, whatever the result of the outcome. Then either I'm going to bring in a coach. You can bring him secretly. He watch all the matches. What? So, but now if Iguavona succeed and get to the quarterfinal, you know definitely some of us coaches and also Nigerians will be glad that let Iguavon continue. Maybe this Iguavon will be different from the Iguavon that we know. I know also Nigerians have another. They feel the other experience outside of Iguavon. But I think I don't think it's a very good decision. Announce that man openly. We do respect the Nigeria football. All right, quickly before we go, our time is fast. Mm-hmm. Looking ahead, Cameroon versus Ethiopia, second game. What are you expecting to see? You expect a high scoring game, not forgetting that Cameroon are playing at home. You expect the Ethiopians to trouble the Cameroonians. I expect the Cameroon team to be more clinical this time around. We watch them, even though the girls they got all their penalties in their first and their open ceremony. I expect them to do more better, just like what I said. Which, uh, in a tournament, teams get better day by day after every match. Yeah. The more they play, the more they get better, the more they get better. And uh, if uh, Ethiopia, if uh, uh, Cameroon decided to underrate Ethiopia, I think they are doing it at their own Right, viewers, this is where we draw the curtain for today's episode of Sports Public. We had a uh, coach Abdullahi Mansu here with us, former assistant coach Super Crackons, and of course. Former coach of Warrior Wolves. Coach, thanks so much for being with us today in the studio. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much. Mm, and of course, uh, to my colleague, Sanifu, thanks once again for being here with me. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Until we come your way again tomorrow with another episode of Sports Orbit, I remain your host, Afacho, and it's bye-bye from here. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.